Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Good to see you guys, Sissini. Good to see you too. Is that country? Is that a no. little, uh, was that a little <laughs> something? Last night, there. you meant, uh, oh, no. last night, that Morgan Wallen song. No. Last night. But I'm going to go to a show on July 22nd here in LA. You're going to Morgan Wallen? I am. Liquor talk. That's yeah. That's how I gr- I grew up sounding like that. Did you listen to a lot of country g- growing up? You know, I didn't listen to a lot of country actually, being from Georgia. But I love that. I love. Yeah. You know, I think Luke got me. Luke Bryan, working with him, got me more into well, listening to more country. Got a very strong country accent. One or southern. One, one margarita, two margarita, margarita. three margarita <laughs> shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tanya, how are you? I'm doing good. I started watching. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll tell you. I started watching. <laughs> okay, just tell me now. I make it like, so complicated. Should I save it for Friday? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm scared. No, Mark's so you not can do it now. I won't remember by then. Um, I started watching the new and just like that season two. And the Sex and the City like show. That. Oh, okay. Yeah. How is it? It's really good. The opening scene was like very Sex and the City vibes. And so when you do your weekend watch list segment, do we act surprised? Yeah. We already knew. <laughs> well, I actually, it's funny because we have shows, I have shows that I watched with Robbie and he was gone last night. And so that's one of the ones I don't know if he would really get into. So I watched that on my own. So that's one of those shows that. that's like a treat for me. And I can't watch it if the kids are around. Yeah, a lot of nudity. Yeah. And so I have to wait until they fall asleep and it's too late at night. And so then I'm just, so then I haven't started it yet. So... I don't, I, don't know when, I don't know about, when I will. <laughs> I was reading an article about Taylor Sheridan, 
who does uh, Yellowstone and oh. all, all those series. And he, I get maybe it's like six different shows he does. And most of them are all done at his ranch, like where he lives. Isn't that the he dream? Bought, he bought all these acres of, of ranch. Mm. And I guess they go shoot everything there. Like you walk out your door and you shoot it all right there. Oh. Very interesting. It's probably very cost effective and efficient. Well, it definitely seems efficient. Yeah. You know? Saves them a lot. Ah, or makes them a lot. How's your night? Uh, let me think. What was my night? Georgia, actually, it was fine. I ate out of a plastic container last night, the kitchen, which was great. Mm. But Georgia is itchy. Is it the season? Like, she's itchy. She's got a little dry skin. Oh. So I keep, she keeps biting, like her pinching, you know, with her teeth. Yeah. Pinching and like her scratching. Backside and scratching. And so she's got a little bit, if I'm being honest, a little bit of dry skin dandruff. And on black fur, you can really see it. So I'm trying to add something into her food that creates a little more oil for her skin. But, you know, it doesn't, it, it makes me crazy that she's, I can tell she's itchy and we can't talk about it. Aww, oh, that's annoying. I am going to send you this book that I got over the weekend. It's how to talk to your dog. <laughs> yes, it's literally, it's not how to talk <laughs> how to, to your, talk to your pets. <laughs> it's um, secrets of a dog's mind inside their thoughts and feelings. Oh, I love that. Yeah. What did you learn from it so far? Um, so oh, I guess the cover of the book so cute. The cover is really what, cute. What did you learn so far? Uh, I learned the difference in her barks. So it kind of breaks down the different barks and what they mean. Well, you know when it's like the security bark or when yeah. it's like the, I want to play growl. Yeah, or like the bark, the whiny bark is like, I need to go to the bathroom, let me out of my crate. You know, that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. So, so for example, is it going to tell me how to treat dry dog skin? It might. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far, but I can send you a copy of it. Who recommended that book? I saw it. I saw it when I was checking out at Rite Aid. Isn't it funny how if you didn't have a dog, that would not even obviously no. grab your attention. Once right. you have a dog, everything changes. Right, totally. They say the same thing about kids, Sissini. That's now, what I keep. Once you have DJ kids, Khaled you said the same thing about kids. Once you have kids, you don't want that book. <laughs> I read DJ Khaled said, Jay-Z told him life changes when you have kids, and yeah. he said it's true. Like I literally read that little headline, like, get inside your dog's head. I was like, sold. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> how about get inside your dog's parents' head? How about sold. get inside your kid's head? Sold. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now that I have the whole show on a... PDF, like things that are happening. I have to scroll really far to find. For my... the record, you requested this new arrangement, which well, I, Mark, I want to look. I, I want to look you. at. I want to look at what's coming up with Kevin and Frankie. How do I even find that? Oh, that you should probably print. <laughs> yeah, you might need to print that, Mark, because okay. like I scrolled the whole show and it's not there. Yes, I'll print that now. Yeah, that because okay. that's only two pages. See, used to be where you could just pick up a piece of paper and look at. It. Now I got to scroll the whole file. This is a new system, something. so you just gotta like. So if it's a it's an a guest, then I think you should print those. But then the well, show. Well, because I like to look ahead and start thinking of what yeah, I might. Yeah, ask. yeah, yeah. I think guest sheets print those because only two pages. Well, but then example, everything else I know, have it all in. I know that the Jonas Brothers just did this at Dodger Stadium. The Jonas Brothers. I don't know. I didn't let it go so much on mine. I did a woohoo at the I end. I liked your woohoo. A few days before I did it, I mean, they, they were a little cooler. Mm -hmm. But at the beginning, I'd sa we sound similar. Welcome back to the field. The Jonas Brothers. It's time. Okay, now right there, right? Listen yeah. to that. It's time. 
Right? We sound very yeah. similar. Yeah. I mean, you enunciate uh, a little bit more. I do enunciate a little mm-hmm. bit more. Probably not as cool. <laughs> and then at the end, I give a... We don't do baseball! I want to isolate that woo as my text message. You know, I'm just reminded constantly of not having it. You know, I'm just reminded constantly of not having it. Yeah, you almost have it. I don't have What's it? Exactly. It is you. You are it and embrace the you. I don't need a pep talk. Yeah, I need it. At the end, I should have just been quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Just let it go. Speaking of woohooing, I hear you want to woohoo at a sorority house. What's now, yeah. Tanya? Speaking is this a of new trying old, to be in, <laughs> give me a pie. Delta. Yeah. So what, I got what, that kite in the sky. Super cool. <laughs> I know. So I ran, I ran into an old sorority sister of mine at the Laugh Factory a couple Woo-hoo. weekends ago. I haven't seen her since we graduated from college and we did the whole sorority thing. We made the kite, we did the handshake, and we were just like talking about are like sorority days and it really made me feel nostalgic in like a certain type of way and I was thinking that maybe I could get involved with the Thetas, the Cap Alpha Thetas in Southern California in some way, like being a house mom. A house like, mom? Don't you have to live there? Some house moms oh, live in please. some... <laughs> Wait, hold on for a second. How are you going to be a house mom and move into the sorority house not all house moms, and do the show? Not all house moms live in. Well, the best do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they do you really themselves. Do you really want to commit yourself to this new role, Tanya? <laughs> I just can't, I can't decide if I do that, if it's going to be like not the same so what, what like are the, i'm what trying are, to relive my glory the, days i think that is part of it what are the role what is the role of the house mom so it's different for every chapter so I, again i went to school in arizona so i don't know exactly what it's like in southern california but they kind of they come to chapters which are monday nights mm-hmm. and they just go sit there for the chapter service and then you attend some of the date dashes you attend some of the philanthropy so events are you kind of like overseeing things are You're you kind of like chaperoning? a supervisor in a way so do they come to you with problems and issues and questions and concerns some might yeah when i was pledge mom like okay. that's all they did with me let's let uh, sissy is a sorority sister freshman major crisis uh, coming to house mom let's tanya go tanya mom my boyfriend tanya mom. Wait, what's your name tanya mom let her know what's your name tanya mom okay yeah, Tanya, okay, good. Sorority. Yeah. my boyfriend just broke up with me because he said that he's now sleeping with Emily, but I told him that I wanted to still be with him. So what do I do now? Emily's my roommate. And she's a, and she's a sorority sister, too. And she's my sorority sister, and she's now hooking up with my boyfriend. So Tanya, mom, now what do you do? Well, we will have a talk with Emily. <laughs> because... <laughs> You do not do that. No. To your sorority sisters. We can't just talk to Emily. Yes, we can. We can talk to Emily. And I don't want to live with Emily anymore. You need to switch rooms. That's fine. We can get that sorted out. That is not a problem at all. But there's no more but rooms it actually left. Is I know, a but we can put one of you in the sleeping porch and then give another one a but different sleeping room. sleeping porch? Yes. Put him outside on the deck? Sleeping porch? Why are you putting him outside? I demand that, I demand that Emily leaves the room. First of all, she just got cheated on and now you're going to put her outside? No, no one's outside. The sleeping porch is inside. I quit the sorority. No. And then as far as your boyfriend, Why as far as your boyfriend, porch? I think maybe we should rethink this boyfriend if he's going to sleep with your roommate, Emily. This is chaos. You deserve The Greek <laughs> system is threatened. <laughs> Y'all should watch Bama Rush on uh, Max. I will uh, tell you, the most, the most of the stuff I got was homesickness. Like people were like really like sad being away from home. I really well, hate we'll, you with we'll, that. We'll play that next hour. <laughs> <laughs> your morning hack is... 
you know that the shirt you have in the closet that you maybe not wear all the time, but it's a sweater or something a little heavier, and then when you wear it, it has those bumps on the shoulders from the hanger? Yeah. Crisis. Mm-hmm. And it, it feels like it'll never come out. No matter if you wash it, it doesn't come out. I'm not good at... I am really not good at folding trousers, pants, and getting them to hang well without wrinkling on the hanger. Trouser? Trousers. That's what they're called. Pants. Yeah, I understand. But I'm not good at hanging them. I always said they never, they never really sit right on the hanger when I fold them over the hanger. Are you British? Well, don't you just clip them with the little <laughs> clips? No, the, my pants are so long they hit the ground if I clip them with the clips. Oh, your pants are not that long. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Your pants. All right. <laughs> How, what do you know about my paint, my trousers and their trousers? Why do you call them trousers? They're just pants. Um, excuse me, back room. Michaela, what would you call your soon-to-be boyfriend's pants? Pants. His pants. You. Just pants. <laughs> Unless you're British. They call them trousers. <laughs> I think technically. <laughs> Swalla, aren't they called trousers like old school? Yes. Thank you. Sounds cooler. Trousers. <laughs> but that's also like what when you shop online, like that. that's what should, they don't say pants. They say like trousers, jeans, da 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 Because it's Joggers, the category. Bottoms. It's the technical. If you're, you know, it's the technical category. Yeah. Anyway, I'm talking about the shoulders. So here's what you do. To keep those bumps on the shoulders from the hangers, to keep them away, hang them inside out. The bumps may still happen, but your shoulders will eliminate them when you wear it. They'll be oh. like spots for your shoulders. Oh, God. I would just throw the shirt away at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, as a kid, I never had a neat closet. As an adult, I, I kind of try to do the best I can. Oh, yeah. Now it's like a dream. So here's the quote for today. Get you in the right state of mind. Be patient. Blessings take longer than settling does. Be patient. Blessings take longer than settling does. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, President Joe Biden said that high-speed internet is no longer a luxury, but an absolute necessity as he pledged that every household in the nation would have access by 2030 using cables made in the U.S. Biden announced that more than $40 billion would be distributed across the country to deliver high-speed internet in places where there's either no service or service is too slow. The Hollywood Walk of Fame's class of 2024 has been revealed. Chadwick Boseman, Otis Redding, Michelle Yeoh, Gwen Stefani, Gal Gadot, Dr. Dre, and Kerry Washington are among the celebrities who were selected. And if you plan on heading to Long Beach to visit the Aquarium of the Pacific soon, you're in for a treat. The Aquarium's new Southern California Gallery will officially open to the public this Saturday during the Aquarium's 25th anniversary celebration. You'll be able to check out more than three dozen marine species. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Today's National Ice Cream Cake Day. I point that out because my mother loves ice cream cake. And as kids, that's what we had. We had the Baskin Robbins ice cream cake for our birthday. Mm. We had the Baskin Robbins ice cream pie. That was like our thing. Was it round as well? It's round. It's like in a pie tin. A but pie. It has, so not like the log. Right. It has Oreo crust and then has like a caramel on top. So because you're wondering, I'm not just a cake person. I need cold with cake. I like the ice cream, temp, like the cold temperature with the cake. Tis nice. Mostly sunny today. Highs in the mid-70s. All right. Let's put our relationship guidance 
caps on for Anthony. Bro, how are you, Anthony? Hi, good morning, Ryan. Um, I'm, good morning. You know, I, I need some help. Okay, so what I know is your girlfriend has a study partner at school, and school is out, and she's still hanging with the study partner. What concerns you, Anthony? Yeah, uh, it's just it's just a weird situation. Like, I don't want to be a toxic boyfriend or anything, but he's over, like, every day, and it's just getting really weird at this point. Like, I know they're good friends, and I shouldn't be worried, but, you know, school's over. Uh, I never hung out with friends after school was over this much. Uh, I, I know it's convenient because he lives close by, but, you know, sometimes when I'm not there, yeah, I just get a little bit worried because you, they're just super good friends and they're both in the same major and they both share a lot of things in common. Uh, like, you know, they're both English majors, so they love a bunch of stuff um, that they, they they just talk about for hours on end. And it feels like, you know, maybe she's developing an emotional connection with him that I just so, don't have with her. Anthony, what I want to say because this is all being broadcast is don't worry about it you love her trust her but what i'm thinking is i don't like it like i don't like it how, i really don't and, like and it. how long have you guys been together uh we've been together for about two-ish years mm. i don't like it this no. is like these are the ingredients for something bad to happen yeah. in my mind now that be, I don't know if that's would be my own insecurity or I just feel like it is a little like sure you should trust your girlfriend but it's a little recipe for disaster. Why are they spending so much time together if they're not studying for a test or in some sort of study group this you know like you're saying school is out. Yeah, school's out. I mean, I understand being friends and you know they they have every right to hang out with each other but also you know, he's over like every day and they spend a lot of time together. Are you ever almost. around the two of them? Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm home. Usually I work hybrid. So I'm some days I'm in the office. Some days I'm I'm home um, and he'll be here for, you know, lunch, sometimes dinner. The mature me wants to say, don't worry about it. But the me me says, worry about it. I don't know. Then I would. So can the address the, it with her, right? The immature me would say, let's set him up with a girl. Oh, right. You know? Detour. Yeah. You took the detour route. Get that guy booed up. No, but it's, well, not even about, it's not about the guy. It's about your girlfriend. And I think that That's why maybe I said she's, it's immature me. she's taking advantage of your your faith in her and your loyalty to her. And I just feel like... There is there's a line and there's a boundary that should be there when you're in a relationship and how much time you're spending with somebody of the opposite sex. She could just be oblivious that she's doing this to you. So what we should do, Anthony, we meaning you, we're not can't be there. But what you should do is be honest with your girlfriend about how you feel and see her reaction to that, because that reaction is going to help you with peace of mind or it's going to help you realize this is a problem. Mm hmm. But it's going to go one way or the other. Yeah. So can you do that, Anthony? She's either going to explode right. or it's going to be no big deal. You're going to get some clarity here. And any clarity. You can't just, they can't fester. Does that work? Okay. Yeah. I All think right. I could do Anthony, that. Anthony, good luck, buddy. Thank you very much for calling. Yeah, it may be where she puts him totally at ease, right? When, when he talks to her. Or it may be, I mean, I hope he's not. I mean, it may be where she says, I got to tell you something.
Ugh. And that sucks. But to be doing it right under the, his nose, yikes. We don't know. We but like, know. you can't just let it, you can't just go to bed at night not knowing. No. It's time for a second date update. So listen to this. If you've never heard it before, basically we're going to try and find out what happened to Kelsey, why this guy that she met is not into it, right? I mean, what happened? Because she says to us that they met at a CSUN graduation party. Kelsey, you say you guys hit it off. And you thought it was a wonderful first date, right? Yeah, I thought we had a lot of fun. I mean, Kelsey, we what had made really you think it was such a great first date? Tell me. Well, I mean, we kissed outside the restaurant before we parted. So, I mean, I thought we were, you know, going to be an item maybe. And so I, I sent him a cute check-in text, but he didn't respond. <laughs> So you have the kiss, you feel good, you feel like you had good chemistry, mm-hmm. and he gave you zero response to the text. What text did you send? What did you say in your text? I said, you know, thanks thanks for the great night. I'd like to meet you again. Thanks for the great and night. And nothing. Tanya, you have a look on your face as if you want to say something, so please, you want to share it? I- I'm just digesting. I know what you might be thinking. The text. Uh, You you think she's too excited with the text? No, because I like the, I had a great time. It's the, it's the, the second part of it that. Let's do it again sometime soon. Time thing. Yeah. You think it was too. Forward? Enthusiastic? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, that's all I can think of. But if she felt that, then why not say that? You're right. You're absolutely right. But. You have to admit it. Guys are hunters, and they like to chase. Yeah, but ugh, the game. Oh, I know. But you gotta do it sometimes. You don't have to do you it. Don't have to do you. it. The right guy. You don't have to with the right guy. Mm. <laughs> wow, everybody's energy turned on that one. Because <laughs> you really don't. <laughs> All right, Kelsey. I'm sorry. Listen, what is this guy's name? Uh, Josh. All right. Here's the plan. Josh. Hold one J. second. We're gonna call. Oh, you cannot generalize the J thing again. That's that. No, that upset a lot of J's. Well, a lot of people with J names. Okay, we'll see. I don't even. What was it? The, it was a morning hack. Was it not a morning hack? It wasn't my news. Yes, it was, was it? your news. Yes, it was, was it your my news. news. Yes, it was. It was experts who said in a dating survey. Yes. That be careful with guys' names that start with J. J and girls' names that start with M. How do you remember this stuff? I just do, uh, did I, that it, one like, in particular. That one, really that one stuck, stuck with me because I went through my roster of any guys that I dated with Jays, and I was like, "Yep, checks uh-huh, out." Uh-huh. All right, so Kelsey, we're gonna just put you on hold. I know we have Josh's number here, so let's see if we can get Josh and talk to him while you listen in to find out what's up. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Oh, I feel for Kelsey. I mean, she like an item. I, I, you ever say that? An item. I know. It's an item. So, like, that's cute. cute. Mm-hmm. It was cute. We're gonna be an, I thought we were going to be an item. <laughs> I'm worried because I feel like Kelsey is so sweet. And she really had hopes for she and Josh to go out again because she thought it went great on their first date. 102.7. Kiss FM. In the middle of a second date update. Hmm. And she says that they met at a graduation party here. See, son, right? Yeah. And they went out on this first date. The date went well. They kissed afterwards. Yeah. Her words were, I thought we would become an item. I thought we were, it was, it was on. And then she sent him a text and he didn't respond. 
She had a great time, wanted to do it again, and he just didn't respond. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to be very careful with Kelsey on the line. Kelsey, stay where you are. You're going to be able to hear us. We're going to talk to Josh and see what we can find out, okay? Okay, thank you. You're very welcome. Be really quiet. Here we go with Josh. Here we go. Hey, Josh, thanks for holding on. My name is Ryan. I've got Sisney and Tanya on the phone with us. How you doing? Hi, Josh. Hi, how you doing? Doing well, thanks. So, all right, we're calling you, just to be direct, about a woman named Kelsey that you went out with. Did you guys have a good date together? Uh, we did. We did. It was, I mean, it was, a, it was a fine date. Great. What'd you do? Um, we... We got some uh, we got some good food. We got a little hummus and uh, nacho fries. We we uh, we hit it off pretty well. Hmm. So, Josh, at the end of the date, what were you feeling? Um, kind of. I kind of feel weird talking about this on the radio. I would agree with you. It is a bit uncomfortable or awkward and. We apologize for that. But what were you feeling at the end of the date? Uh, I was feeling a little weird, to be honest. It was just, um, I mean, it was a good date for sure. Just, I felt like she might have done a little too much research on me. What? Why is that? What did she, what do you mean by that? Sit down, we're eating, we're having a couple of drinks, and she basically knew every in and out of my life. I mean... Well, how would she know every in and out of your life? Where would she find that information? Uh, listen, I don't know what she did, but she, you know, everyone kind of looks each other up these days. So maybe she looked me up, but I mean, she knew what high school I went to. She knew my parents' names. She knew when my brother went to school. Like, I mean, it was flattering at first, but definitely got creepier as it went on. Uh... And what did you like about Kelsey? Um, I mean... We had some good banter. She's cute. Um, she eats well, too. But um, It sounds like a great, a pretty good match, though, otherwise. Yeah, no, but the one thing that, you know, after all the creepiness with, you know, the, you know, with her doing all her research on me, I mean, I think, I, I think I'm, I'm sure what I saw, but I, I definitely saw her mom pick her up from dinner. Okay. okay. And what was mm -hmm. the problem with that? Well. Well, I mean, her mom picked her up from dinner. Yeah. Well, how else is she going to get home? Uber. Well, Uber is expensive. We don't know the circumstances. Maybe her mom was in town. And I like spending drives with my mother. It's not a problem. The mom, yeah, she, the, the mom thing doesn't bug me. Okay, why are like you guys so weird with the too. mom? All right, hold on for yeah. a second. Josh, I just want to tell you that Kelsey is on the phone right now listening to this. Kelsey, you've heard what Josh has had to say. Can you tell us why your mom picked you up? Yes. That's, it's so embarrassing. I, I didn't know you saw that, honestly. I don't drive. I live at home. I, mm. I mean, it was. it's just easier. I, I mean, everything is so expensive. And I have Which anxiety, is, so that's why I don't drive. Which is... Totally fine, Kelsey. Yes. Now, Josh really liked you. It sounded like you heard what he had to say about you. He really liked you. Did you check him out beforehand, before seeing him? Did you do a little research on him? Well, I mean, yeah, just due diligence. I, 
I wanted to make sure that the guy didn't have a criminal background. I've had I get some it. friends that have had some really creepy dates. And I didn't want to get hurt, you know? I do. Josh, I just want to... You can hear the sound of Kelsey's voice here. It sounds like there are a lot of really good things potentially happening in your mind about Kelsey. Do you think there's a reason to have another date together, guys? No, I, I do. I do think so. I think those are all pretty valid reasons. I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't know about that. So I guess I kind of just judged the book by the cover, but no, she's, you know, she's a great girl and I, um, I'd be more than happy to go out with her again. Oh, I'd love that. Kelsey, he liked the way you eat or what you, what do you like the way she eats? Yeah, she eats well. <laughs> Yeah, she knows how to eat. She knows how to eat. I like a girl that knows how to eat. <laughs> I do too, bro. I have goosebumps. I'm down I'm for that. I'm so happy for you guys. All right, we're going to let you both connect off air. Go ahead and text each other. Thank you very much, Kelsey, for reaching out. Good luck. All right, Josh and Kelsey. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Wait, because we saved them. Well, I don't know what we did, but yeah, I guess in a way we had a role. We did. I have no issue with... Or she's being picked up. Like it could be complicated. I don't either. And I understand now that she says she has anxiety, so that's why she re- that's why she looked him up, just so yeah. that she had could. Um, I understand out. you're going out with somebody you don't know. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Tanya, you've looked everybody up before. A hundred and fifty percent. I didn't think it was weird from the get go. So maybe she just overshared too she much just, of that information. Yes. <laughs> that's the thing. We've all done yeah, it. You gotta you like just, hold back a little yeah, bit, yeah, right? Yeah, you can't tell them that you know all that. <laughs> that's oh, what it is. That was her mistake. I love she Kelsey. She needs to gatekeep the due diligence. Gatekeep, yes. <laughs> On air with Ryan Seacrest. I'm going to uh, conference both Kevin Jonas and Frankie Jonas. And look at that, guys. No problem right there. Kevin and Frankie, are you there? Hello. Hello, Mr. Secret. Gentlemen, all right, if you're Kevin, speak. I need to make sure I know who's who. Hey, man, it's Kevin. How you doing? Okay, I can recognize that. And now, Frankie. Frankie, go ahead for the I'm listeners. Right here. Hello, Frankie. hello, hello. Frankie, he's got, he's, Frankie's got a, I, you have a <laughs> sultry voice. <laughs> it's very low compared to the uh, other. Yeah, yeah. it's a little deeper. You, what, Frankie, Jonas, when did your voice drop? Mine dropped when I was like 12 and I thought I'd be tall. It never happened. When did yours drop? Right around 14, I'd say maybe 13, it got uh, pretty low, and then it just kept going. That's so really fun stopped. that it happens for dudes like that. <laughs> like, it doesn't happen for girls. No, definitely not. <laughs> it's actually kind of awkward when it does happen, because then it jumps back and forth. Kevin, did you ever have it where it went back and forth, squeaked a little bit? Oh, for sure. I squeaked. Yeah. We all did. Um, the, the problem for us was it, it may have squeaked on stage, which was not necessarily the greatest thing. <laughs> By the way, I just want to, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was at Dodger Stadium for this moment. It's time for Dodger Baseball! Woo! Yeah. That's, that's Ryan with his woo. <laughs> uh, that's me at the at the end of going, giving him a woo-hoo. And then I saw you guys did this at Dodger Stadium where you're going to be doing your show. And at the beginning, I think we sound a lot alike. At the end, I realized I was less cool with my woohoo versus what you did. Here it is. Welcome back to the field. The Jonas Brothers. It's time for Was that nerve-wracking, Kevin? You know what? I went up there and I was talking to the um, to some of the players previously, and they're like, "What do you guys? Are you guys throwing out the first pitch?" They're like, "No, we're we're here to say, uh, you know, 
uh, let's go Dodgers baseball. I said that. And then they're like, no, 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 no. That's wrong. That's wrong. I was like, oh, right, right. And so I said that. And then, then it was, that was the only thing repeating in my brain for the next, like, you know, hour was just like, all right, you just get it right. Just get it right. Just get it right. right." No, they, I was so nervous. They, they must've told me. They're just like a. (laughs) (laughs) They must've told me 18 times. You know, the words are, it's time for. Dodger baseball. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's they made it very of... clear that if you mess this up, you will be like they're probably going to cancel the show. And I was like, oh god! <laughs> they, made, they made it clear if you screw this up, you're the first person in the history to ever screw it up. So <laughs> that would have been brutal. Just a little bit. Oh, Thank God I live uh, in New Jersey. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Kevin and Frankie Jonas with us. Going to get to claim to fame here in just a second. Frankie, you just did the uh, Troubadour performing there. How was that? How was that? This guy. Oh, it was, a, it was an incredible experience. I mean, it's such a historic venue. And, and I, I, um, I mean, I'm so honored going on this journey of beginning to, to do shows and, and follow in the, in, the, in the family biz has been incredible, man. And it's, it was a real honor to, to be able to play in that room. Do you have a like a little speech or pep talk you give yourself, Frankie, before you walk out on stage? Um, I mean, kinda. There's, I mean, there's definitely a moment with uh, with the band and and stuff where we just sort of you know set an intention and a vibe. And um, I mean, it's definitely when I put on the rat costume. That's when uh, mm-hmm. that's when things get serious. <laughs> For sure, rat. Yeah, exactly. I have a big old like Times Square mascot rat costume that I wear and come on stage and gets pretty hot by the second song, but uh, I pushed it. Could be our Halloween idea, guys. I like it. So, gentlemen, claim to fame. The premise is this. These guys are doing claim to fame Mondays, 8 p.m. on ABC and available on Hulu the next day. But the concept is celebrity families, relatives, they compete for a chance to win by concealing the identity of their famous family member, correct? That is correct, mm-hmm. yeah. So they're all related to a famous celebrity. The idea is we put 12 of these contestants in a house together, and none of them know who is related to any of the celebrities, and they have to figure them figure out who others are related to while keeping their secret you know, a secret, which is great. So it's really fun and pretty intense, and the first episode is absolutely wild, and it's, uh, it's been a fun time doing it. It's the second season now, and we're, we're, we're having a blast. And what is, Frankie, like, when you you guys don't know, right? I mean, you have to figure it out yourself. We have no idea. We yeah. try and go into it as uh, as unknowing as possible, so we can have the most genuine reactions. Are, are there voices, or is there body language, or what is it that you look for? That I'm just trying to think of, like Sissy's parents came out and they were in the house. I mean, be that giveaway. I know immediately by by the the, the body language and the energy, they were Sissy's parents. Also, I know them. But what do you look for? Right. What's the criteria? Yeah, so it's, it's a little bit, it's a little different, right? Because we have tons of clues in the house. We have clue walls. Every conversation they're having, we completely sequester them. So they have no internet, no phone, no TV, no nothing. No radio. Sorry, Ryan. Cut you out. Mm. Um, and then from there, we'll, they are pretty much only going off of the conversations they can have in the house. So you're kind of taking everything at face value for as long as you do. I mean, you didn't know Zendaya's cousin was Zendaya's cousin? No, the no, only I, person we knew no, was, uh, you know, was um, Simone Biles' sister, which is obviously agent. Like, like they are 
in the, in all for all intents and purposes, pretty much twins. So that was the only giveaway. But even then, <laughs> even then, that yeah. became kind of like it became a strategy for most because they're like, cool, we know this one, so we'll, we'll save that for a long term. But then she kept winning challenges and kept getting immunity. So then they didn't know what to do with themselves. So it was like kind of like they kept shooting themselves in the foot a little bit. But it was really. The show is super fun. And this season, because of the first one, they finally had something to watch. They kind of like came in with Yeah, their they own knew games. what they were getting into. Yeah, right. exactly. They like knew they had like stories made up. They changed names. It's way more in depth with the backstory that they created. For oh, I like that though. All right, it's called Claim to Fame. Check that out. Mondays, 8 p.m. ABC. Stream next day on Hulu. Kevin and Frankie Jonas. Gentlemen, great to hear from you. Take care and we'll see you soon, all right? All right, thanks, Thank guys. See you soon. See ya. Bye. Bye. Yeah, Frankie's got that that big deep voice, <laughs> right? On air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Rihanna saw that she stepped down as CEO of her company. Right? Yeah, yeah. What when does that she mean? She started in 2018. That just means that she will still be, it's still her company, but she's not running it. She's not doing like the day to day. It means like, honestly, she's got a lot on her plate yeah. probably where she's got enough going on. It's well, some, I don't know the facts, but when you see that happen many times, a company gets to be that big mm-hmm. and you've got it up and going. And then someone else does the day to day responsibility, yeah. the meetings and the phone calls and all yeah. of that. It's remarkable everything she's done. Oh. Everything she's done. I Good know. for her. Well, she hasn't done music right now. <laughs> she hasn't that, done music? That we want. <laughs> no, but you, what do you know? Come on. You know something. No. Sisson- remember the Super Bowl? There was like all the rumors. They were like, no, oh, but what do you, you are, are we going to get meetings? an album? You're None. in the meetings. Is, what, what do you know? It is crickets from her label. Crickets. But you know what's interesting? When I went to a wedding last weekend and they used Rihanna Lift Me Up as their first dance as a couple. That's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Speaking of couples. No real segue there, but... That's pretty good. There's a new term that potential couples (laughs) or non-couples are using. Detached dating. But is it new, Sisney? Where are you seeing this? That's where I was like, uh, I don't know. Because detached dating, if you're single, you may be a detached dater if you are kind of dating multiple people. And I think it's a slippery slope with all the dating apps. Because it's just so easy to swipe left, right, and date casually, not fully commit to a relationship so we can break down what exactly is a detached dater or signs that you might be guilty of it and one is that you might feel a wall is up between you and your partners and you always kind of have that guard up you always have that wall you don't you don't let those people in you won't let them close to you um another one is that you keep things casual or date multiple people at a time using that as a way to avoid attachment but then I, I just think at the end of the day, it's just you're a player. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, isn't it just wanting to play or or play the field? Uh, it's like a fancier way of saying it in 2023. Sure. But it's like you. OK, so let's say you're a detached dater because you have this wall up between you and your partners. You won't let people get close to you. So what's going on with you? If you want to do, like get <laughs> deeper into it. Like, what is your issue? That's you know? And that's what the more you can get with the quote unquote experts. It's all about you finding peace within yourself. Well, you know, it's all that blah, 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 love stuff where it's but, like but you got to love, love you yourself first before yeah. you love somebody else. <laughs> you know, I was there's, a, there's an author, David Brooks, and 
he writes about, I, I wrote this down, he writes about that some say you have to actually be loved before you can love. Like you have to be loved so you can understand what love is to give it to somebody else. So I'm not so sure so, but you just you need feel, to love you first. Wouldn't you feel that from your parents? Or is it that not the same type of love? Well, it, it, it could be the same, could be different. But I think like, you know, you always hear, I mean, I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm so much about it anymore. It's like I keep hearing from everybody. Well, you've got to love yourself before you can love everybody yeah. else. I don't know if that works for everybody. Maybe you need to like, understand what love feels like to receive it to be able to give it back to someone else i know i see what you're saying right but then you can also fall into the trap of loving that so much that you would never know to give it back because you're just trapped in that vortex of just this is awesome like why do i have to give it back to somebody else if i'm just getting all this love tanya well i think it's important to know the love languages because you could be receiving love the way that you sh- you could be giving love the way that you like to receive it, but that person might not receive love yeah. the same way as you. So then you're basically just like speaking different languages. But the concept of feeling loved to give that back to somebody is an interesting one that's different than, oh, I've just got to love me before I love you. I think it starts with your children. I think it's the way that you're loved by your parents. Because what if you didn't have the kind of love you need from your parents, right? then you need to find that from a partner and someone else before you understand how to get, you, you might need to have that breakthrough with someone before you can understand how to give it back to someone. It all goes back to childhood. Let me tell you, every mm. therapy session I have, yeah. it's like, this reminds you of a time. Da, da, da. I'm so like, every session tells you the same time? Stop paying. Well, no, no, no. But like, I'm not saying every single session, but most, most <laughs> like cases. Every session they're telling you it's your childhood, you're good. <laughs> most cases, things come from things that stem from your childhood. It really all I, does. I, it is true. Yeah. I, it is true. Happy Just from dating. my therapy sessions here. <laughs> yeah. Happy dating. Oh, boy. Jessica is on the phone. Hi. Good morning, Jessica. How you doing? Good. How are you guys? I'm doing super well. Thank you very much. It looks like we're all here. So it says on the call screen, your husband got a tattoo and there's an issue with the tattoo. Yes. So I'll give you a little bit of a backstory. We had twins last year. Um, They were our first kids. Yes. Really exciting. Um, And the tattoo He's totally fine to get a tattoo. He did this without telling me, which again is fine. But um, what he did was he got a picture of the four of us. So me, him, and our two kids walking on the beach. Um, And it's really nice. It's beautiful. It's a really lovely sentiment. But the thing is, I don't know if I'm overthinking this or not, um, is that we aren't sure if we're having more children. Um, It's been a discussion back and forth for a while. Obviously, twins has been a lot. And it just, when he came home with this tattoo, it made it seem like final. Like this was it. There's no more kids. And we haven't really come up with that decision, you know, with each other. And he keeps kind of dancing around the issue. I don't know if I'm overthinking it too much um if i'm reading too much into but it or Jessica, not. can't you add tattoos yeah like why is it why this... is it a why is it the end you definitely can i just didn't know you know if this was kind of like his way of telling me without telling me he doesn't want to have more kids 
just because it's like both of us and the kids, I guess you certainly can add like other tattoos, but I just you know, don't assuming, know assuming much and guessing is kind of toxic here, right? It's like, it makes you kind of eat you up on the inside. So Mm-hmm. I my guidance would be to express how you're what you're thinking in a way to your husband and get his reaction. But if I got a tattoo of two kids, I could always add another. And where did he get the tattoo? It's on his arm. I'll actually I'm I just sent over a picture of it to the number to text so you guys can see. Okay. And you said that I thought you were asking like which store, okay. which parlor. <laughs> you're talking well, about no, the body part. I meant like the body part. So. Well, I, who, Mark, where do we get the text? I'm putting it up here for you. We just got okay. it. Okay. There we go. Glasses Ooh, are That's on. a beautiful, is that the tattoo? That's it a, is, yeah. That's his arm? Wow. Yeah. What part of his arm is that? It's like the um, back of the lower arm. Is he muscular? <laughs> Clearly. He is a tall he is. He oh my god. Because I'm like that wraps like a sleeve. Like that wraps he, around the whole he's thing. He's got like, he's like a family Jason of Momoa four, arm. a sunset. He's got a compass and an <laughs> oh ocean. The my. guy's got a big arm. Is that okay? Is there space on the other arm? <laughs> There's a little bit of space left on the other arm. Not much for, uh, for a lot so of what he, children. What, but. what he captured in the tattoo yeah. was the family of four holding hands. It would be yeah. difficult to add. So you, it's almost like it's your Look, book. The I tattoo's bookended by the two parents. If you guys have a baby and neither baby, you put the baby's face right there in that like sun reflection oh, and then no. call it a day. <laughs> what does he do to cute. his arms to get him can. to be like that? They're nice. <laughs> does he have a, a routine? Okay, we're getting off subject here, Ryan. <laughs> not I don't do with so. his muscles. I love his arm. Yeah. I mean, it's hot. It is an, it's a nice arm. But I mean, I'm saying like hot for, I, I wish I had it. Right. <laughs> Type thing. Um, yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. I don't think you need to like dwell on this too much. At the end of the day, okay. it's, it's a moment that he wanted to capture this time right now that you have with your twins is special. It is mm-hmm. just the four of you. Okay. And okay. maybe you have another baby. Maybe you don't. No matter what, like these years are the years with just the four of you. So he wants mm-hmm. to, he wanted to capture it. It's done. The tattoos on his arm. If you guys have another baby, that's going to be a whole other chapter. Like this, I'm literally living it. And we have family portraits in our home where it's just the four of us and they're hanging on the wall. And Savea is going to see those one day and she's going to be like, I'm not in that picture. And it's because you weren't born. So yeah, I think it's okay. Really okay. That's a really nice way of thinking about it. Thank you. I'm and just good. Does he have an Instagram? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just, I can text I that to you too. Yeah, can you text Ryan you his text workouts? I want to see, <laughs> see his Instagram. Because that would not fit on my back. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but thank I'm sorry. All right. Thank you, Jessica. Goodbye. And good, Bye. Luck. good luck. Bye. Thank you guys. Bye. I think she's reading too much into it, but it's a, isn't it, it's a great tattoo. It is. Yeah. Let me, Mark, tell me when you get the Instagram. <laughs> Leave the man alone. No, I'm into, I'm into fitness right now. Right now. Right You're now. always into it. <laughs> the lifestyle in Southern California is that of being outside. It's what we signed up for. It's the beach. It's mm-hmm. the beach cities. 
It's the juxtaposition of all of it, right? The mountains, the beaches, the valley. The, I mean, the snow. You can see snow caps sometimes and the ocean sometimes. Mm-hmm. In the same day. Right. It's incredible. So like any other place. Yes. Rocking the beaches and docking. Or what is it? Okay. Reaching the beaches and rocking rockin the docks. The docks, yeah. Kiss mm-hmm. FM. Uh, but we, there's these warnings about stay out of the... It's summertime, and they're saying stay out of the ocean. Popular spots, Malibu, Santa Monica, Marina del Rey. Stay out of the water. What's going on in the water? And how bad is it? And is it getting worse and worse every year? And where's so, the cutoff line? <laughs> well, I mean, can I get in for a minute? Yeah. Or just like dipping my toe in, it's going to... Yeah. My toenail is going to fall off. Yeah, I wouldn't. Well, well what do we know? We, we're going to, I tell you, we don't know anything yet. We're going to find out. Allison Wu of Heal the Bay is on with us here to shed some light on it. Allison, thank you for coming on. How are you doing? Pretty good. Thanks for inviting me to the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Happy to have you clear some stuff up. But mm-hmm. what's going on? What's going on with our ocean water? We keep seeing these warnings don't get in because of the bacteria. What's happening? Well, first of all, I would like to say that the majority of California species are actually still pretty good. So according to a report card, 95% of California species received excellent grades of A or B the past summer, which means the majority of species are clean and safe for recreational activities during the summertime. Okay, well, that's good news. But are they the beaches that we want to go use? Because I see these are like the popular beaches that are a problem. What's happening? So one big problem happened last year is rainfall because after the rainfall, you can imagine like all dirty things on the street will get picked up by the rainwater and they will be flushed direct to the ocean without any treatment. So that means a lot of harmful germs along with some fecal pollutions will be flushed into the ocean and when we swim with ocean with these fecal pollutions, it's very likely that we'll get sick with some like... Okay, now when you say, this is what's interesting, so uh, I think the thing that we're trying to understand, Allison moved from Heal the Bay is with us, so when they say, uh, you know, Santa Monica Pier and Tijuana's Playa Blanca are the top spot on the, on your, on the Heal the Bay's beach bummer list, does that mean if like the water by the pier, can we not even put our feet in, can we not even get in for a few minutes? Well, um, Based on the fecal, um, so here we do our grades based on their fecal indicator bacteria concentration. The fecal, wanna, the, wait, the, what is the fecal bacteria? So the fecal indicator bacteria. Got because it. Okay. Basically what we are, yeah, basically what we are afraid of are those like, those like poop matters in the water because uh, there are all different kind of germs, bacteria, viruses in the poop. And like we do not want poop? Sometimes people poop, sometimes animal poop. Definitely people uh, poops are more dangerous, but animal poops, we do not want to swim in animal poops as well, right? No, no, I want to avoid all the poops. I'm not a poop swimmer. What type of animal is that? Seagulls? Like what? Mostly birds, I'm assuming, or fish? <laughs> or is it coyote poop from the hills? Yeah, and then in the Santa Monica Pier, like definitely you can see a lot of birds here, and that's yeah. why the Santa Monica people, they believe that's that bad. maybe the birds purple. Birds pollution is a big That's problem. That's what I was thinking. Was the okay, so mm-hmm. <laughs> where do we go from here? I don't like it. I don't like it. Would you? Can you recommend a couple of good beaches here that are conveniently located to LA? 
Yeah, I mean, like, basically all open beaches are pretty clean here at Los Angeles. Like, my personal favorite are always, like, beaches near, for example, the Huntington Beach and also okay. beaches near Malibu. They're very clean. Yeah, basically okay. every beach with, like, open oceans, they're pretty clean. Those beach bombers, so the only two beach bombers in Los Angeles, one in Santa Monica, Pier 1, which might be, like, heavily polluted by vertical matter. And the mm. other beach bomber is the play, uh, is Marina Del Rey Mother's Beach, and that's mm. due to like lack of circulation because it's apparently enclosed by Marina Del Rey. So mm-hmm. when there's like pollution, it's no way to wash that out. Mm-hmm. So usually, yeah. So swim in open ocean and do not swim after the rain will be my like major two recommendations. Okay, very good. Thank you so much, Allison, for coming on. I just did. Is this something that's getting worse and worse every year? Um, I can say that it's definitely got really worse for the previous year because of these like huge rainfalls okay. with those, so much rains like flushing all those untreated rainwater through storm drains into the ocean. There are definitely more days with unsafe water conditions compared to previous years. I, I hope, you know, parents, moms, teachers, kids, uh, camp counselors, mm-hmm. dads, whoever's taking kids to the beach are hearing this. Right? Yeah. yeah. Pick the right beach. Yeah. Thank you, Allison Wu from Heal the Bay for coming on. Ooh. I have to say I'm saddened by it. That's why they call it the Bummer Beach List. Right? Yeah. So there is a fashion trend that is called the Tomato Girl Summer Fashion Trend. Correct. And I have heard about it, so I'm not totally mm-hmm. oblivious to it. Same, same. And I think for me... It's not only about putting on the tomato colors. It's just about, like, where am I going to carry off my tomato colors? Where, where am I going to go? What? Carry off. Carry off. Like, pull them off. <laughs> yeah, carry them yeah. off. Walk around. Where am I going to show off uh-huh. my tomato colors? Yeah. Right? So what's the trend? Tomato Girl Summer. Tomato Girl Summer has over 208 million views on TikTok and rising. Everybody from Billie Eilish to Hailey Bieber, Kourtney Kardashian was an early adopter of this trend. So what is Tomato Girl Summer? And it's not just about dressing up like the color of the fruit, um, although a lot of red is involved. It's about embracing the vibes of a chill European summer. So think breezy walks on the coast, somewhere in Europe, strolling through the farmer's market, afternoon swims in the ocean. See, 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 except for the poop beaches, but yes. Yeah. That's what got me is that you put Mm -hmm. on your tomato color and you go outside to a farmer's market like, yeah. that just sounds like a great and day. it's not even just the red like the tomato color but it's like flowy linen pants head scarves espadrilles woven handbags and then patterns like a lot of patterns well tomatoes come in green and yellow so you don't have to just do red yeah you can do a little green like a pop of green right? as well. i love a green tomato yeah mm-hmm. so that's... i'm gonna do a tomatillo summer and even like a very like organic glass blown green vase that you can have on the dining table that can hold all of the fruit can wait hold on explain that so i was so i was like looking at this and they had like one of the things like to incorporate into tomato girl summer to do decor in your house could be like a glass blown vase that's green to be part can of the it be green. a tomato bro summer mm-hmm. too sure tomatoes this is bro. there's no discrimination yeah, yeah this is way up stuff i i like the whole I, I read it i liked it i didn't think it was just about eating tomatoes with olive oil and salt and pepper yeah mm-hmm. i'm like the opposite of tomato girl summer i feel like my aesthetic right now is very like non-pattern 
Mm. I know. Maybe next year. Get your pattern. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Not too late. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Well, I guess that's it for us. We'll see you tomorrow. You guys coming over tonight? Tonight? No, I have dinner plans. Mm. Thank you so much for the invite. How about not a same day invite? Taco Tuesday, bro. Okay, kettle black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Texting us an hour before lunch. Hey, guys, want to be at noon? And then uh, guys, guilt tripping guys, me for not guys. going. Um, can we talk about the hummingbirds? I have. They're in the yard. Their yeah, ability to yeah. f- they fly top speed and stop on a dime. Have you seen hummingbirds this summer? I do love hummingbirds. I was feeding them for a while, and then what do you feed your were, hummingbirds? They, like a little sugar water. Yeah. And then they were so needy. <laughs> I, like, they, I can't well, keep they, making this They all this started sugar talking. Water. Go over to Sissy and Michael. Yeah, they got that they great drank sugar water. it up in like a few days. <laughs> all the birds <laughs> are hanging out of your place. Uh, all right. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.